tempting or easy or even lazy to look at a player when they reach a certain age and say, that's it. They're done getting better. They're no longer a prospect. No ceiling. The end. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Pirates 8, Cubs 6 last night at Wrigley Field. Pirates take 2 of 3 in the series. More than a few noteworthy performances. I'd start with Johan Oviedo with six scoreless innings, four hits. Yeah, he had five walks. He was spraying a little bit. He's done some of that, but also had five Ks. And you know what? They hang those zeros manually out there. (laughs) You've got to earn every one of them. And he did. Brian Hayes had another couple of hits. He just won't quit at this point. Josh Palacios with a three-run homer as a pinch hitter, and if he hasn't cemented himself a bench job into 2024, I I can't imagine what more they'd need to see from him. On top of all his various theatrics and so forth, he's really, really good off the bench. And then there's the curious case of Miguel Andujar. He went three for four, three ribbies, couple of doubles, and that's pretty much all he's done since coming back from the minors. And no, I don't know whether to take that seriously or not, because I saw earlier in the season when he just fell off the face of the earth and had to go back to the minors, no matter how many chances they kept giving him, in hopes that that magical rookie form of his a few years ago with the Yankees would return. But a funny thing happened. He went to the minors and just absolutely annihilated everything for two straight months. And the running joke was anytime this team would struggle a little bit offensively, it's like, well, Andujar's there. Yeah, yeah, no thanks. Okay, but Andujar's there. Uh Uh-uh, been there, done that. Um, Have you seen what Andujar's done lately? For a guy, no chance. Well, I'm going to set aside, to an extent, his recent surge. And I'm going to look instead at his overall 2023 regular season. Just forgetting the ups, the downs, whatever, and just looking at the only thing that really counts in baseball, which is how do you do over the whole summer? Well, his whole summer in Pittsburgh still only consists of 69 official at-bats. It might seem like more than that because there have been two separate stints, but 69 official at-bats is, I got to tell you, that's like nothing, okay? That's, that's a couple of weeks. He's got a 275 average, which is really good in modern baseball, Four home runs, 16 RBIs, couple steals, and an 837 OPS. That's that's the one that I want to look at here. Because if you're 800 plus in the majors, I don't care if it's a starting role. I don't care if it's a platoon. I don't care if it's flat out bench. That's a bat that you want on your active roster. If you go over his 
full career in the regular season, and this is going to include that rookie year with the Yankees. He has 1,044 at-bats, and I think you and I can agree that if he was a starter, if he was an everyday guy, that would be the equivalent of two full seasons in the majors, right? Okay, a 272 average, 39 home runs, 147 RBIs, and a 755 OPS. Pretend you didn't know his name. Pretend you'd never heard of him, and he just landed on a spaceship from Venus. And he showed up at your doorstep with those numbers. Would you be so put off by the undeniable fact that he'd still be 28 years old and whatever conceptions you might have about when a prospect ceases to be a prospect. My own thinking on that is if you haven't made it by age 26, you're pretty much over the hill. There's always going to be exceptions. If you're a left-handed pitcher and you haven't made it by the age of 38, you're toast. That's it. (laughs) But that's all I've got. I have a hard time when you're looking at a roster that includes both Andujar and Josh Palacios, same age, and neither of them's had that much time in the majors, and they they come up and they they deliver. I mean, I could throw Jason Delay into this pool too, and they make something happen with the opportunity that they've got, and then they sustain it. That's the most important thing. Andujar's been really good since coming back. Andujar has no business spending another day in the minors. And I'm not saying that because he's major league material. I'm saying that because he annihilates the minors. He fits the classic bill as the 4A guy, as I'd referenced earlier. He really does. But what if he's just a late bloomer? What if he's just ready to graduate only now after sticking around in school an extra year. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I would do. Because on the other hand, meaning if I'm Ben Charrington, neither of these players is expensive. Obviously, both of them have years of service that keep them under control and so forth. But the issue becomes the management of your 40-man roster. To me, I'll repeat, Palacios is is on. There's just no way you can let that guy walk away. Andohar, we've seen him already in this calendar year on and off the 40. So along the way, Charrington, his associates, already once made the determination that he wasn't worth keeping on that roster. Now, when you come to the wintertime, you've got to make other decisions. You've got to protect prospects that didn't have to be protected before. And it becomes a little bit more complicated than it is right now. Gotta at least think about it, though. Gotta think about it. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone. An eating experience. Underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. 
It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door, your car, your bike, your computer, your gun. Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit projectchildsafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. J1Q comes from Jay, and I'm laughing because I honestly didn't realize that this question in the opening segment would align the way they do. But Jay asks, DK, I know Josh Palacios isn't a starting outfielder, but how can you not have this man on your bench in the 2024 season? And I know DK doesn't believe in clutch, but you have to see that some guys just use the adrenaline of a close game to succeed. Jay, what I've said specifically, first of all, as it relates to clutch, is not that I don't believe in clutch. I believe in the absence of clutch. And let me explain what that means. If you go into a big situation and you shrink from it, you have demonstrated the absence of clutch. You have shrunk from the situation. You have become smaller when the game became bigger. And Palacios doesn't do that. He's just himself throughout. Yes, he's had moments that have risen way above his overall statistics. My belief is that that's kind of fortunate coincidence, okay? Over the course of time, over the course of two, three years, you would see that balance out. You'd see him gag with guys all over the bases. You'd think he's the biggest choke artist around, even though he wouldn't be. All that stuff tends to be water finding its own level. But, but, pinch hitting, according to everyone who's ever done it since close to the end of the Civil War, is one of the hardest things to do in baseball. Every hitter will tell you that, including those who've done it for a living. Guys who are just bench specialists. They come on when the need is the greatest. Uh, think, for those of you who go way back, uh, Matt Stairs, you know, that type of player who just comes on and he knows exactly what he's there to do. He prepares for it before the game. He studies late-inning situations, late-inning relievers, and comes in and faces the guys throwing fresh gas, triple digits sometimes. Palacios has shown that he can do that. Palacios has shown that he can handle a high-octane four-seamer late in the game. That's the kind of stuff that baseball evaluation people will hook onto a lot more so than, oh, do you remember the time that he hit, you know, a uh, walk-off home run on his birthday or stuff like that, that we think about? They're looking at what he can do physically. And yes, of course, what he's capable of mentally. This kid is tough. He's taken a while to get here. That alone 
exhibits the kind of perseverance that baseball people respect. I'm going to repeat this from the opening segment, Jay. But to me, Palacios is on your active roster in 2024. Palacios can go into Bradenton and have himself a poor spring, I think, and still make your roster. Pinch hitters, bench guys who can perform in the cold, meaning not being active over the remainder of the game. Those aren't everywhere. Those aren't people that you pick off trees. Now, is he a starter? Is he an everyday guy? You brought that up, but I'm not seeing that either. In fact, I don't even see it within this context here because to me, I'm looking at three outfielders. I'm looking at Brian Reynolds, Jack Sawinski, maybe with some kind of pressure in center field. And I've got to put Henry Davis somewhere on the field. You know, this is a 1-1 who's ready to hit me he's in right field i appreciate the question i appreciate everyone listening to daily shot of pirates not just today all week long all season long we'll be back with another one on monday 